I think the number one comment I get on my podcast is why are you doing them? You're giving away all this information for free. You don't have a sponsor, right? This takes so much time to do. Yeah, and you know what? That's all true. It's absolutely true. Why I'm doing them is pretty simple. And I'm doing them because there really isn't a clear consensus of what is wrong and right in our sport. And by establishing these these podcasts and if for the people that have have worked with me or worked with my methodology you'll see how, how how really how clear it is on how this works and that works with there really isn't a set of clear objectives that we should be working on right those fundamentals that order of the sport so once you understand what the order of the sport is and and what you know what they specifically are and in what order man does it make your life easy oh it makes it so easy so why am i doing this right i'm doing this i want to bring the techniques and habits of the best riders in the world to every rider in the world on and off the bike because when we're building good motorcycle riders i didn't say racers when we build good motorcycle riders we're better we're building better people off the bike so why am I doing it? That's why I'm doing that. So welcome to podcast 38. 38 comes uh, as a request. We've had a lot of requests and uh, I've, been, I've been trying to get some of the requests uh, going. This, this podcast um, will be a little bit shorter. You're welcome. And uh, really what it boils down to is what's up with the whole Rossi leg dangle? Why are riders doing it? We see a lot of riders doing it. Boy, we see a lot in Moto2. And then we see some riders they don't do it at all, right? They 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 don't their their legs are always their legs are always right in. So here's here's how the riders the the whole leg dangle thing has evolved. And if you go back and you look at um, riding history and, and you see how the riders fit on bikes, where we first saw it was was a little bit of the Kevin Schwantz um, Kevin Schwantz, right? Kind of a and, and even if you watch Scott Russell, you'll see Scott Russell. Uh, do this as well, a little bit of a different form, and I'll talk about that in a second. So where it started was that here we got these 500 Grand Prix bikes. They're very, very small, and guys that have a very long inseam, in right? The Schwantz, the Scott Russell, uh, the Rossi. Well, if you've ever if you've ever tried, you know, on a, on a on a Grand Prix bike with carbon brakes, if you're braking at near maximum brake pressure and you're trying to do your downshifts and you're trying to reset your foot back onto the foot peg, it's pretty dang hard to get your foot back on the on the, uh, the, the, the foot peg. Why? Because all those G-forces are moving you forward. So what you saw, uh, and you'll see Scott Russell do it as well, um, Scott, just, he just did like, did like a little bit of a kick to get his foot back out. It was very, very small. It, wasn't, it was just a, just a very quick movement to get his foot back on the foot rest. You saw it with Schwantz. Rossi, same thing, 500 Grand Prix days, you'd see him kick his leg out and bring it back in. Well, later on, he'd leave his leg out. And then, of course, people started mimicking it because it's like, well, gosh, if Rossi's doing it, I should be doing it as well. And it wasn't until we, we, we really looked at that when we, we had um, Ben Spees come to one of the Yamaha Champions Riding School, and, and he was a teammate of Rossi at the time. We asked him about it, and and Spees goes, yeah, it's you know, it's kind of a weird deal. But he goes, when Rossi talks about it, he goes, he says, I think that I can break harder. And we thought, well, that's kind of weird. 
But it wasn't until we've we decoded that more and more that's that's really where um, the advantage comes, right? So the people that have got all these cons conspiracy theories of, yes, well, if I kick my leg out, uh, it changes the weight balance of the bike and it actually rotates the rear of the bike in and I can raise or lower my foot. Um, yeah, no, that's not happening. That's not happening. Sorry. No. What it What it's doing is it's putting more weight on of your hands. So... If you go to ride and you go to ride, I'll get into whether you actually need this or not in just a second because I think that'll, that'll that'll be a fun a fun little chat is when you go to ride, I don't care if you're on a street bike, a mini bike, it doesn't matter. But if you sit up on the brakes and you start to brake, your palms are in the right spot, you add more brake pressure, yeah, there's quite a bit of weight on your hands. If you remove your leg, from the inside, right? But if you're going to go left, you take your left foot off, you'll be shocked at how much more weight goes on your hands. There's a lot of weight sort of on your ass at that point. So by taking your leg off, suddenly you got to actually hold yourself up, hold yourself up even more. And what Rossi was saying is that it reminded him of how much more weight he could put on his hands so he could break harder. So that is the big difference. You watch Moto2 and, you know, uh, one of the riders I work with, Jay Ruby, um, in the CEV Moto2 series, we've worked dramatically on his entry. His straight up and down braking, how much brake pressure. And those bikes actually run a fairly soft front end. So that's why you'll see those bikes rotate around a lot. And so with Jay, Jay thought, if my weight gets pushed too far forward, Right then, the bike actually wants to come up on its rear wheel too, or front. Yeah, rear wheel wants to come off the ground a little too quickly. So what Jay would do is he'd sit up on the brakes, and dangle his leg, hold himself more upright, and he can brake harder. And then he was able to actually modulate and work on how the bike rotated in as the bike sort of backed in. And so for Jay, that has been just a that that's been a really fun thing for him to mess with. So what's going on is you take your foot off the foot peg. Suddenly, there's more weight on your hands. You're in a better position to support yourself on the brakes. And then you can leave your leg out. So how long does the leg stay out? Well, if you watch, they'll wheel, they will start to turn into the corner. You'll see them rotate their upper bodies in a little bit. They're going to counter steer just a little bit if they need to. But the true turning of the bike's not going to happen until their foot's back on the peg. That's all there is to it. Watch them every single time. So foot comes back on the peg and then the actual turning of the bike into the corner happens. So the leg dangle, it's not overly complicated, right? They think the riders think they can uh, break harder with it. So do you need it? No, you don't. Unless you're running at the highest level of either Moto America riding or at the world championship levels, you don't need it. But what it will do is remind you of how much more brake pressure you can use. So if I'm going to do it, if I start to run a high pace, let's say I've been running a pace that hasn't been super high, and then I want to up my pace, I will I'll, I will remove my leg from maybe one hard braking corner, and I may do it once or twice to remind myself of how much more weight I can put on my hands so I can brake harder. And then once I've established that feeling, I don't necessarily have to move my leg back out. Well, of course, unless there's a photographer there and then you have to move your leg out, right? That's a joke. So we don't really need it, but if you do try it, 
you'll be amazed at how much more weight goes on your hands so you can brake harder. And for you riders that are sitting in the middle of the seat, guess what? This isn't going to work. This is part of, you're going to have to be off the side of the seat, being off the left or being off the right, either 100% left or 100% right. In the middle of the seat, it's not going to work because you still will then have to adjust your butt back over. So butt is over either left or right, sit up on the brakes. You can try to dangle that leg out there and watch how much weight goes on those hands, but that leg's got to come back in and engage the foot peg so the bike will turn into the corner, truly turn into the corner. So something uh, something gives you a little bit of history lesson there of, of, of uh, how that worked and why and whether you need it or not. So remember, something to mess with. Of course, you, should, you know, you can try it when the photographer's around. Again, another joke. And uh, there you go on the leg dangle.